Well, a very blessed weekend. Welcome to Moments of Assurance Weekend here on The Messenger of Good News Worldwide KFUO. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson, and during the next quarter hour, I'm going to be talking to you about this. Are you a see-it-to-believe-it believer? So the question is simple and to the point and applies directly to your life and to my life today. Is seeing believing or is believing seeing? Good question. How would you answer that on this blessed weekend? In the Gospel of John, these words are recorded. And after eight days, again, his disciples were inside and Thomas was with them. And Jesus came, the doors having been shut, and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you. And then he said to Thomas, Reach here your finger and see my hands, and reach here your hand and put it into my side, and be not unbelieving, but believing. And Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. And Jesus said to him, Because you have seen me, have you believed? Blessed are they who did not see and yet believed. Imagine their excitement on seeing Jesus again. Imagine hearing his voice utter those blessed and most comforting words on that second Sunday of Easter. Peace be with you. What a relief. They had not had a lot of that in previous days. (laughs) Peace, that is. So much had taken place. They had to watch their Savior die an excruciating death in front of many mocking Pharisees. They had to wonder, they had to think about his statement to them earlier that the Son of Man must be put to death and on the third day rise. They had to wonder in the intervening days between that first Easter and the next Sunday, did they really see Jesus in that upper room? Indeed, all kinds of things were going through their minds. What now? They thought about Jesus' words when he had said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, their sins have been forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they have been retained. In Jesus, they would be giving that message out to the people. They remembered that he had breathed upon them. So they knew he was alive. They had touched him, spoken with him, received the Holy Spirit from him. They had told all these things to Thomas, but he didn't believe it. Remember what he said? He said, unless I see in his hands the imprint of the nails and put my finger into the place of the nails and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. So a week later, same scene, Jesus appears, Thomas is there. Jesus said to Thomas, reach here your finger and see my hands. Reach here your hand and place it into my side and be not unbelieving, but believing. Thomas's response, my Lord and my God. Well, there was no question. He had seen Jesus and he had believed. And Jesus said, because you have seen me, have you believed? Blessed. In other words, happy are they who did not see and yet believe. So case in point, do you believe before you see or do you believe after you see? There was once a family that lost three of its four children within just two weeks from a virulent disease. One child was left, a four-year-old boy. The family 
had buried the third child just two weeks before Easter. And on Easter morning, the parents and the remaining child went to church. The mother told her Sunday school class about the resurrection of Christ. The father read the Easter story in Sunday school as he led the devotions. People who knew of their great loss wondered how they could do it. On the way home, a 16-year-old youth asked his father, Dad, that couple must really believe everything about the Easter story, don't they? Well, of course they believe it, said the father. All Christians believe it. But not as they do, said the youth. Not as they do. Wow. He spoke wise words there, deep words. Because their tragedy had brought that family even closer to their Lord. But their example invites you to believe as they do today. Believe that the Lord, even though you cannot see him, Believe he is with you. Believe that, although you cannot look into the future. There is your God. Yes, there he is already there in the future for you. He once said, I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. So guess what? You have a non-abandoning God who desires you to trust him before you see. That's believing as that family did, knowing that no matter how tough things get, when your life is set on the Savior through his word, there is absolutely no obstacle that cannot be overcome through the one who's already overcome death and the grave for you. It's done. It's won. Trust him for it. He's good for it. The Apostle Paul wrote, For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and the encouragement of the Scriptures we might have hope. Endurance and encouragement go together. The Scriptures are the encouragement source and the sacraments. Put them all together in your life so that even though you cannot see ahead, you trust the one who is the head of the church of the universe, Jesus Christ. He's good for it. You're listening to Moments of Assurance Weekend that airs at 7.45 a.m. Saturday and Sunday mornings. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson. Hey, don't imagine for even a moment that you can get through life without the encouragement of the Scriptures, because you can't. What's going to happen is you'll lose focus. You'll start trusting in only the things that you can see. And that's why the Apostle Peter once wrote, You therefore take care that you are not carried away with the error of lawless people and lose your own stability. Wow, that kind of hit me. It's possible for me, too, to be carried away from the truth, that Jesus really did rise from the dead. That's the truth. I can be carried away from it. You can be carried away from it. It is possible to be carried away from the one who spoke to his disciples and said, Peace be with you. And of course, there can be no peace without the one who gives it in the first place. Peace in a person. Don't let the devil, the world, or your own sinful flesh carry you away from those precious faith-strengthening words. Jesus said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give unto you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Indeed, 
Believing is seeing. Believing the words of Jesus even when you cannot hear them. Trusting that they are true. After all, he died for you. And he rose again. So you would too. That's God's promise. You can believe right now before you see him. Well, the scene is a courtroom. And the judge, robed in a black gown, has taken his seat. And a prisoner, handcuffed, is led into the room. As the prisoner sees the judge, his heart quakes, and he's filled with fear. And you know what? He has good reason to fear, because the judge must pronounce sentence upon him for his crime. Ah, but then suddenly a young boy enters that same room, makes his way through the seats filled with spectators, runs up to the judge, and whispers something into his ear. And the judge reaches into his pocket and gives the lad a coin, and the boy exits in a happy mood. The boy had no fear at all of the man robed in black, for the judge was his father. And so it is with you. In Jesus Christ, God is not your judge. Oh, no, in Christ, God is to you what the judge was to the little boy, your father. And you can approach him fearlessly. He will definitely provide for all your needs. He provided for the big need of the forgiveness of your sins. Do you think he's going to forget about everything else? Of course not. He loves you completely. He's good for it. So is seeing believing? Of course not. Believing is seeing. The words of Jesus to Thomas echo down the centuries of time to this very day. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. This is Moments of Assurance Weekend. Appreciate you tuning in. Well, in his last book, an author by the name of DeWitt, the well-known Bible critic, you may have heard of him, and leader of skepticism in the past century, he once made this concession. He said, the fact of the resurrection, though it may be shrouded in impenetrable mystery, cannot be questioned any more than the assassination of Julius Caesar. There was once an Englishman named Frank Morrison who, as a non-Christian and quite proud of it, went to Palestine with the direct aim of researching the resurrection story. It's really an account, not a story. But he wanted to disprove it. For then he figured that the whole structure of Christianity would just come toppling right down. So he searched and searched for that one chink of evidence that would refute it all. But you know what happened? The more he examined the evidence, the more interesting and impressive he discovered it to be. And the more tired he grew of his naturalistic explanations. Ultimately, he shed his agnosticism. He became converted to Christianity, discovering the resurrection account too difficult to disprove. Indeed it is. For God himself has spoken. Jesus has said it. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And he who lives and believes in me will never die. And you can take that to the bank. That's going to hold true for you through your baptism and that union that you have with Christ. As he rose, you rise because he's already risen. You have to rise from the dead. Victory is assured.
Jesus said, because I live, you will live also. Victory is assured. Don't allow the devil to rob you of any resurrection joy today. Of course, the evil one would like nothing better than to divert your attention away from the empty tomb to focus on this world. Like, this is where it's all about. Come on. I mean, filling your heart with the viewable, tangible things of life? That's not what it's all about. That's not where it's at. Jesus tells you where it's at. He said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. That's where it's at. It's at his word. So are you dealing with the pass away stuff of this world? Or are you dealing with the invisible but real stuff that does not pass away? Please latch on to what does not pass away today. The angel said, he's not here. He has risen. Remember how he spoke to you while he was still in Galilee, saying that the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and on the third day rise again. And the scripture records, and they remembered his words. Won't you remember his words today? That's what makes your Christian life exciting recalling his words. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And he who lives and believes in me will never die. That's a promise that originates in God, not in man. Victory is assured. And you can take that to the bank. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkins, and thanks a lot for being along for Moments of Assurance Weekend. The Lord's richest blessings be with you over this 4th of July time as you celebrate the freedom that you and I enjoy in the United States of America, but also the true freedom you get in and through Jesus Christ. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. You've been listening to Moments of Assurance with Pastor Mark Hawkinson. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, mid-americancoaches.net. You can email Pastor Hawkinson at mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org. That's mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org. Hear Moments of Assurance weekdays at noon on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news.